Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Free My Thinkers. What's going on, everybody? It is your man, Big Brother Tucker. Or, as I now have the new title, it is your favorite alt-right propagandist. That's right. I am now officially an alt-right propagandist because I called out incoming race baiting due to the upcoming election. I pointed out the flaws in all the phantom racism and particularly how, and this is where the alt-right propagandists came from, particularly how I called all these progressives closeted racist. And I provided evidence and proof. And y'all know how much the left, the progressives, the liberals, y'all know how much they hate being provided with proof and evidence. And so to keep my title strong of alt-right propagandist, I want to provide more proof and more evidence. I often believe and have been proven right on the term racist and how, according to black people, black people can be racist. I don't think they understand what the definition of racist is. So allow me to clarify that. Now, the Oxford Dictionary defines racist. Now, a person who is prejudiced against or antagonistic toward people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group. Now, reading that, did y'all hear me say against all black people? against all Asians, against all indigenous Americans, the list goes on and on. Did it say the only people that can be racist are white people? No. It says a person who is prejudiced against or antagonistic toward a people based on their membership to a particular racial or ethnic group. With that being said, for far too long, and, and too many people, my black people, my lovely people, are of the idea and belief that black people cannot be racist. When I can clearly look back in my life and people that I had around me, some related to me that were clearly racist, clearly they hated people based on the pigmentation of their skin. Now, racism to me is all but idiotic, but it's been around since, hell, Bible days. I just don't understand the racism because if you look back, and if you do the 23 and me like I've done, you'll see that the pigmentation of your skin does not always portray your true ethnic background. Because I am damn near as much shocking to y'all Irish as I am black. I, I was stunned with that. I am shocked. Shocked. Well, not that shocked. Even though I do have freckles and red hair, so not entirely stunned. It's just... The whole I hate you because of the pigmentation of your skin is absolutely asinine. And if you really want to know how crazy it is, there is an episode of Rick and Morty where they clearly show you. And it's not until you hear them say it. They clearly explain how absolutely asinine racism is based on your appearance. Oof, oh my god, these snakes are a mess. 19 billion snakes divided into 10,000 nations, all on the brink of global war over... Oh, 
Race? How funny is that? Imagine being a racist snake. Hey, other snake, I hate you because you're the wrong color snake. Oh my god. So, the whole crux of this comes from, and the reason I talked about my black people in the beginning, is because of an incident uh, here in the Metroplex, in Mesquite, Texas, right down the road from where I live. There was a African-American teacher, elementary school teacher, openly racist. But the racism did not get exposed until her sister decided to spend time with, hang out with, apparently date a white man. And her post on X, formerly known as Twitter, conveyed that. She's completely deleted the account now. But she said, quoting, I am a proud black supremacist. Wow. You're a racist. That's frightening. And she also posted on her ex-account how she encouraged her man, boyfriend, I don't know what exactly the status of them is, but a male companion of hers to come kill the white man that is laying up with her sister. Now, for anybody, for anybody that may be listening to this and thinking that it's okay, that it's understandable, here is something that you need to apply to see if something is racist. Say something and then ask yourself, would it be cool if another race said it? And that is a rule of thumb to see if something is racist. Because let's be honest, if it were X posts or text messages shared out there that said, I want one of my redneck homeboys to come kill this, uh, to kill this jungle bunny. We will lose our minds. There will be damn near riots and protests. I take that back. There would be riots and protests in the streets. Now, of course, before this teacher could be fired, because many parents saw those posts on X and shared them with the Mesquite Independent School District. And once she found out that her racist little secret had gotten out, she resigned. She resigned before she could be fired. But now the secret's out. Everybody knows what you are. You posted it. The internet is forever. People screenshotted it. You're a proud black supremacist. You wanted to have someone killed for being the wrong pigmentation and daring to spend time or be around your sister. And I get it. One of the things that she said in one of her posts was she could not believe her sister would bring a white man to her house knowing that she's racist. Okay, now if your sister knew that, yeah, I, I agree. She shouldn't have brought somebody that you don't want into your home. I'm wondering if your sister took your racism seriously because if she did, if she knew that's how you felt to have the gall, the the anger, the, the hatred, the distrust to actually want to have someone harmed because of their color, I am not sure that she would even have invited him over because she said in the text that you shared that she had white friends and because they're white, you don't like them. Now, I want y'all to check this out because this teacher is a young lady in her 20s and I'm going to say something here that once again will get me labeled alt-right propagandist or my other favorite, Uncle Tom. I'm a, I self-hate. I hate my own race when actually I'm furthest from it. But I digress. I believe that most African-Americans under the age of 30 
are a victim of fabricated phantom media pushed racism. It is 2023. You were born in the late 90s and grew up in the early 2000s. At that juncture, interracial couples had become the norm. It wasn't like it was in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Hell, even some of the 80s. For you to be referring to this teacher in your 20s and think that all white people are evil, you fell into the media trap. You fell into the hype. You're, you might have even been raised that way. But it's on you to change. Because things won't change unless you change them. There is a very, very good reason why Martin Luther King adopted the Bible's tactic of you must defeat hate with love because hate on hate gains you nothing. I remember my pastor saying, the problem with man's version of an eye for an eye is that everyone is left blind. I found that very profound and very deep. And when I thought about it, I often hear people use the term fight fire with fire. If y'all know where that comes from, and that comes from firemen having to fight wildfires, in an attempt to stop an oncoming fire, firefighters would dig a break and start a fire to meet the other flame that was coming in. That's where the term fighting fire with fire comes from. It is literally that. It's using flame to fight another flame. Do you know what happens to those flames once they meet? They burn each other out. See, fighting fire with fire doesn't mean one fire one or there's any kind of flame remaining. No. You use those tactics to destroy everything. Fighting a fire with a fire means those flames engulf each other and die out. Is that really what we got going on here? Is that really what we're going to let the media and the people in positions of power push us to? Are we going to listen to all this phantom and make-believe racism from people that have platforms and preach it, but I guarantee you they really don't experience it? Guarantee you. My previous segment, my previous video, I said the exact same thing using the example of the Matrix. Would we know it was racism if they didn't say shit? And I understand. Look, I am not trying to convince people that are well in their 60s that things have changed because of when and how they grew up. I got relatives that no matter, despite the evidence, they will always see white people with a side eye. An eye of distrust. I understand that. It was when they grew up, how they grew up. But homegirl, you grew up in the 2000s. Calm the f*** down. You may have grown up in a racist community. So does that mean everybody's a racist? I mean, using that logic, that means if a white person is robbed by somebody black, every black person is a criminal. Do you want to perpetuate that? Or do you want to grow the f*** up and change it is easy to bend with the wind and go with the flow of the crowd. It is much more difficult to stand up in mid areas where you were wrong, where your thought processes were skewed and changed. Look, I was one of you. I spent some formative years of my life in a very openly racist town here in Texas. I've mentioned it before. I can count how many black kids attended my junior high intermediate and uh, high school. It really was like that. My two oldest friends, two of my three oldest friends I made in that racist town, two of them being white. I was chased home by skinheads one day. I was called boy in the derogatory sense by the football coach. 
So does that mean I need to hate all white people? I understood the lessons my mother taught me because of when she came up, how she came up. And for a very long time, I carried that sentiment. And sometimes that sentiment was justified. I remember driving into predominantly white cities in DFW and getting pulled over because I was a black man in the wrong part of town at the wrong time of day. But I also knew not everybody is like this. And all they need to see is I am not your average black man. I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to run from you. I'm not going to cower, but I'm also not going to be disgusted by you. I'm not going to let you change the God-given heart and love that each person should have in them. I've experienced true-to-life racism, documented. I have witnesses. And yet here I am speaking to you now, telling you not all white people are bad. And this is 2023 is leaps and bounds better from hell, even 2000. That's what it is. So my black people, examine yourself, adjust your thoughts, and remember that anybody can be a racist. Just make sure it's not you. Next. Before I get started, let me first apologize for the noise you may hear in the background. If you hear it at all, <sighs> they are doing construction on my street and there is no safe place in my home to record. With that said, let's jump on to the topic. I want to discuss the hypocrisy of racism in the black community. And I say that to say it like this. Racism is bad. No brainer, right? Duh. But racism in the black community, to me, is extra egregious because it is filled full of hypocrisy and contradiction. Because the greatest thing that is said in the black community is you can't trust these white folks. The system this, the system that. You can't trust these white folks. Yet, you'll believe whatever the system tells you. Seriously, think about it. I know in my neck of the woods, at the congregation I attended, even amongst relatives, when COVID broke out, it was all about, literally, you can't come in unless you don't have your shot. I don't want you around unless you don't have that shot. You mean the shot that the government, you say, is systematically against you, told you to take? How are you going to be against the system and then put all that trust in the system? Y'all say that the system is set up to take out, punish, and go against the black man. And that same system told y'all that in less than a year's time that they found a vaccine for a virus they said was damn near a world ender. And y'all believed it. And then perpetuated it. This is the same system that y'all say y'all don't trust. Like I said, the hypocrisy of racism in the black culture. Y'all believed in taking that shot like the Tuskegee experiments didn't happen. Come on now. Y'all talk about the evils of the white man and how slavery was the worst thing and most egregious thing in American history. And it just may have been, but not in world history. It is literally how the world was built on the backs of slaves from every civilized nation from America to Rome. Slavery was a thing. No better, no worse here. But here, because we are here, it's that, it's that view. Now I say that to say this, how does slavery end? The Civil War. You mean white folks fighting other white folks to make sure that we're free? 
but I thought all white people were bad. Again, the hypocrisy and contradiction of racism in the black culture. Because y'all do know the Underground Railroad, there weren't that many black folks that had land down here. Right? Y'all do recognize that? It was a whole bunch of white folks that hid us out with the threat of death hanging above their heads to get us to the free part of this nation. And yet all white folks are bad. The white man is evil. And speaking of slavery, I want y'all to look up a name for me. Look up Anthony Johnson of Virginia. He was a tobacco farmer. And the short version is this. He was a black man on land in the South. And history will tell you, he pretty much gave the white man the playbook on how to run slaves. That's right. A black man in the South, tobacco farmer, had slaves. And is accredited with pretty much writing the playbook on how to manage slaves. Hell, let's go further back than that. Let's hit a little bit deeper. It was black people that sold other captured black people to the white man as slaves. And now we have people all over the world talking about how evil white folks are in America, how evil the white man is across the world, especially in terms of African slaves, when it was fellow Africans killing capturing and enslaving other Africans and then selling those off to get more wealth. And we want to talk about how bad the white man treated us. I repeat, other black folks killed and captured black folks, sold them to white folks, and we want to blame the white folks. It is the hypocrisy and the contradiction of racism in the black culture. That is why I always look to us to better ourselves. I look to us to make better decisions. I look to us to solve our own problems. You see, you can be a black man from America, go overseas, and once they learn or see that you are American, they don't consider you black anymore. You are American. I know some of y'all have never traveled outside of these borders, but leave this nation. Go see how other people live and see how you are treated, and you'll see how foolish and petty the false racism, the imagined slights are of this nation. And as I have stated several times, oh, I know racism exists, but it is nowhere near the levels that the media and those in power would perpetuate it to be. I just find it amazing that in the black culture that we still often eat from the hand that we would turn around and call racist and let you know it's all a game and we're nothing but pawns. And as they said in the movie War Games, well, that's it. And thank you for listening to another episode of Free Mind Thinkers. In case you ever want to see the graphics and videos that go along with these wonderful podcast segments, don't hesitate to check us out on our visual platforms, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, and BitChute. You can find us there under the same name, Free Mind Thinkers. Check us out. Until the next time, take care of yourselves and dare to think differently.